This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Guna Talk. Back again with you guys for another episode of what is the Arsenal Transfer Show. Join you every morning at 8 a.m. UK time. Hope you're doing good. Hope you're doing well. Thank you as always for joining us and very much, always very much thankful for you doing so. So please do drop a like on the video, subscribe to the channel if you are indeed new around here with those notifications turned on so you never miss a show. Thank you as always for joining us means the absolute world hope you're doing safe and well um let's jump into the chat box carlton good morning to you to matt g to robin uh craig clincy carl carlton morgie uh paul james blackshine louis martin uh, we've got peter and ola Wale. Uh, we've got wendy tony and plenty more of you guys out as well thank you everyone for tuning in and uh yeah let's uh let's crack straight in with it because we've got a, a a quick stop show this morning and hopefully we'll tackle as many of your questions as well um we kick off uh with uh yesterday obviously i wished uh the lionesses the best of luck in in the final unfortunately uh they couldn't do it but instead of going into the football side of things i think there's obviously a more important message to talk about this morning and uh olga carmona who scored the winning goal in the World Cup final sadly learns that after the game, uh, she learned after the game, sadly, that her father had actually passed away. So uh, I did want to extend our thoughts and prayers to her and her family this morning um, and wish her the absolute best of congratulations. Uh, Stunning goal for a World Cup final and certainly well-deserved winners of that World Cup final, looking at the two performances as well. So... uh, uh, Olga Carmona, our thoughts are, are certainly with you and your family. Um, in regards to Sunday's results in the Premier League, uh, Aston Villa beating Everton comfortably 4-0. Um, much better than their performance, of course, against Newcastle, in which they lost 5-1. Uh, Everton really looking a poor side this season, it has to be said. And Arsenal will travel to Goodison Park in a few weeks' time, hoping to end their very poor record on Merseyside at that ground. Um, but Aston Villa... Also looking much more like the side that many people thought that they would be. Um, So, yeah, really, certainly 
impressive from Villa. Uh, and uh, we can all have a good laugh. Uh, people told me yesterday, it's like, stop mocking teams. You know, Arsenal haven't played yet. I'm like, no, this is what football is all about. Football is about laughing at your rivals when they lose, enjoying your victories, being frustrated when they don't come. So if Chelsea are losing against a 10-man West Ham United, I am laughing my head off at that and I'm enjoying it. Arsenal may drop points tonight. Arsenal may lose tonight. And when that happens, if that happens, we'll deal with that when it comes. But until that comes, I will enjoy laughing at my opponents and my rivals. And I'm certainly doing that this morning. I was certainly doing that yesterday. Absolute hilarious. A billion pounds on players and just 10 West Ham United players can beat you. Uh, It's glorious. It's enjoyable. And Moises Caicedo having an absolute nightmare of a debut as well in his first appearance for Chelsea. Uh, Despite worries over fitness, Thomas Partey was involved in training uh, and will be expected to take part in today's game against West Ham United. If you have watched our preview show, you'll know that I would much like uh, Partey to return to the midfields and join Declan Rice in the middle with us going to a more uh, normal-looking back four with Ben White at right back, of course, and then either one of Zinchenko, Kivio or Tomiyasu at the back as well on the left-hand side also. But if you want to get the full thoughts of my team, uh, you can hear that on our preview show. Uh, William Saliba was also in training again, despite more rumours that uh, there was issues around Saliba, as you can see here. He was involved in training leading into the game. So, again, positive news for both Partey and Saliba, it seems. You can never rule out anything too crazy. You know, Gabriel being left out of the starting lineup for the first game of the league season. Who knows what will happen in the second? But uh, William Saliba and Thomas Partey both trained according to the images released ahead of the fixture. Arsenal have informed Chelsea that if they would like to buy Fuller in Balogun, that they have a £40 million asking price. as according to the Mirror, who suggests that Arsenal will be looking for a significant amount of money to get uh, to move on the player. Um, the Monaco side of things still is present, but uh, suggestions that other teams like Tottenham has, has very much quietened down uh, as well. Inter Milan, we know, have left proceedings also will Chelsea come in between now and the end of the window of course they are in need of a striker after losing in Kunku until January uh, Pochettino talked about after the game against West Ham the idea of bringing in a forward will it be Balogun that goes the suggestions from the mirror are that 40 million pounds will be enough I've said if we can get more than 40 million pounds I'd be more than happy to get that um, so let's see what happens uh, between now and the end of the window, which is less than two weeks away now, of course. And talking about players that could still leave, Nuno Tavares uh, has apparently been contacted by Aston Villa, according to a number of outlets. Nuno Emery, of course, may be a fan of a player that he didn't sign at Arsenal, but has, of course, joined the club after he left. Uh, will it be uh, Tavares that ends up being a new left-back at Aston Villa? We'll have to wait and see. But as we talked about, the Nottingham Forest deal kind of fell through, and there are more options opening up, it seems, for Tavares as Arsenal hope to get as much money as feasibly possible for the Portuguese youth international. And lastly, in our headline story of the day, what is going on with Mohamed Kudus? We still don't know. It had been suggested that West Ham were closing on a potential move after uh, agreeing personal terms, but they're so far unable to agree a fee with Ajax. If you combined West Ham and Brighton, they'd have all of the correct parts. You know, agreeing a fee, agreeing personal terms. Both of them have done the opposite things, but they neither of them have done both so far. If Arsenal is successful in moving on Balogun, will Arsenal move for Kudus? We will have to wait and see. But at the moment, his move to West Ham is stalling 
right now. And we're seeing whether or not Arsenal will make a move. We heard that Arsenal had made contact at the end of July, but never made any kind of official bid. Will that change? We'll have to wait and see. Right, that's the end of part one. Let's move to part two and your questions right after this. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. And the same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with Mook Delivery. Are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Right, let's jump into the chat box and get some of your thoughts. Uh, Craig says, hey, Tom, I'm a newbie here. Uh, I know it's old news. However, what were your thoughts when on uh, Eddie and Ketty are getting the number 14? I, I didn't really have too many thoughts on it, to be honest at all, Craig. Um, it's a number with a lot of significance, sure. Um, but if it gives him the confidence to go on and play better for us, as long as it's better for Arsenal, that's all I care about at the end of the day. So uh, didn't have too many thoughts on it. What I did have thoughts was with the crazy abuse that he got from a certain selection of our fan base for getting that number 14, um, which was the club's decision, of course, as well. So they're the ones I think that people should be judging rather than the club for giving in the number 14. Um, GQ says, hey, Tom, asking for somebody else. Anyone out here who beat up Edu for not going that extra step to get Mudrick, raise your hands. <laughs> yeah, Mudrick, of course, with that uh, rather hilarious half volley attempt yesterday. I will give him something that is incredible speed. is certainly an asset to Chelsea. But um, yeah, Mudrick, uh, I'm, I'm quite thankful that we ended up getting Leandro Trossard instead. Um, Tony says, Tom, the whole world uh, knows he wants Arsenal or Chelsea. Let's see if Arsenal or Chelsea end up moving Tony for Kudus. We'll have to wait and see. Uh, Sakub says, uh, question with Timber now out for a long time. Uh, is buying an inverted fullback slash defensive cover more of a priority than cover for Saka? Yes, I believe that it is. I think that if you look at last season, Arsenal have added to their attacking options this season with Kai Havertz coming in. They have not added to the defensive area bar Timber, who we are expected to be without for for the majority of, if not all of the season. And therefore, it makes sense for Arsenal to out, therefore go in and get the player in a position that was more damaging to Arsenal uh, last season. And what caused Arsenal's title race to collapse was the injuries in defence. And so therefore, we need to make sure that we cover that off because we have a lot of depth in attack still. But I would like to see another forward come in, ideally, um, especially on that right-hand side. But the priority for me is bringing in a defender. Uh, Joash says, how about signing Ivan Tony in January? I feel like I get asked this question every other show. The answer remains very much a no. Uh, Temi says, considering how bad Mudrik has been, aren't you worried that Arteta tried to sign him? No, not at all. I think players play in different situations, different clubs, you get different outcomes. 
I think the Madrid would have done a lot better. Why would I be worried about the fact Arteta tried to sign him when Arteta also signed Ramsdale, Odegaard, Zinchenko, Gabriel Jesus, um, Declan Rice, Yuri and Timber. You know, so many players that are already success stories and some are on their way to success stories. Why on earth would I be worried in any way, shape or form that we tried to sign Mudrick? I'm sure that we would have got a lot more out of him than Chelsea have been able to. Joseph, would you start in Ketia or Havertz? I'd start in Ketia. He scored against Nottingham Forest. Why take away the potential for that momentum, that form to grow? Play the guy that scored. Keep playing him. Um, allow him to to shine. Continue to to play. Uh, Seven says, any news on Nuno to Forest? It's broken down, I'm afraid, mate. Doesn't look like it's going to be happening. Uh, Nathan says, do we need to be worried about Saudi rumours for Gabriel and Partey? Not until we see a significant bid come in. So far, we've not. Arsenal have rejected offers for Partey. There's no expectation they'll allow Gabriel to leave. He's just signed a brand new contract, so they have a lot of control. Only a absolutely ridiculous bid would probably tempt them. Um, so no, Nathan, I don't think at this moment in time you have anything to worry about unless something dramatically changes. Uh, Abbe says, Tom, do you think with a lack of rumours surrounding Arsenal for defensive signings, we won't see any replacement for Timber as he seems to be out for the season? No, Abbe. Uh, the reason as to why is I think that Arsenal are going to be doing very things very, very quietly between now and the end of the window. They will be doing their absolute utmost to try and stop any potential leaks from getting out. You might see a surprise or two. Before the end of the window, I think they are doing things very, very quietly indeed. Uh, Jahal says, how happy are you of Ollie Watkins' performance? I was very happy indeed. Uh, he got an assist. Uh, he got me the extra points that I needed. Uh, it justified my switch from Erling Haaland, who got no uh, extra points at all bar his minutes. So Ollie Watkins getting that assist for the, uh, for the penalty in fantasy. Very happy indeed uh, that I made that choice. Uh, a friend of mine in our other league has got Saka captain, so he might be getting a fair few points off him today, and that might prove to have been the better choice. Uh, Tub says, why are all the channels nowadays doing Q&As? I don't know. It's, it's, I, I didn't invent Q&As, Tubbs. You know? <laughs> Everyone can do what they want. You know, I'm just glad that you guys come here and watch the channel. That's what means the most to me. Uh, Clock Orange says, Tom, are there, uh, as there are still a lot of outgoings, do you think there will be any incomings as outgoings are not looking good currently? As I say before, I think things are going on very quietly. I think we will move players on, as I predicted. I think it will be the last couple of weeks of the window that we see this major movement. And I think that will certainly be the case here as well. Uh, Lynn says, Tom, I've seen that we are linked with Nunez again. Would you like to see him join? Which one, Lynn? There's a few Nunezes. Uh, I don't know which one. If you're talking about Darwin Nunez, there's no chance of that happening. If you're talking about Mateus Nunez, potentially there's scope for that uh, if Arsenal would like a midfielder, but I don't think they do. So again, it's I think it's more likely than Darwin, but again, still not very likely in general. But which Nunez are, are we talking about here? I'd be interested to know which one. If it's the Wolves one, I don't see necessarily that being enough to happen. Um, Kish says, thoughts on Pedro Neto since he returned to the Wolves 11? Looks good in his first game. Um, less so in the second game. I think that there is scope maybe if Arsenal would like to take a risk on Neto, but it would depend on the price tag. Um, so that's kind of the biggest factor I think and his, his injury status and how good his fitness is right now also uh, Harry says Tom good morning hope you're well who would you play out front today and Ketia and what are your front three uh, Martinelli and Ketia Saka are the front three for today keep that momentum building um, for uh, Nketiah why take him out he scored a great goal let's keep that flowing uh, and uh, build that confidence in the player that we need to be in the striker role whilst Gabriel Jesus is out. Uh, Phil says, who's your favourite Arsenal player of all time? 
It's a big question. I love Thomas Rosicki. Um, I love Santi Cazorla. Uh, I love the classics, you know, Thierry Henry, Dennis Bergkamp, Patrick Vieira. Uh, Gilberto Silva is another left-field favourite. I say left-field, he isn't invincible, but I feel like he never gets the appreciation that he deserves, Gilberto Silva. Uh, loved him. If I go back to yeah, even further before I was born and having done my research into players, I always talk about Liam Brady as someone I always enjoy watching back uh, clips and old videos of uh, as a player. I think Santi Cazorla, though, is my favourite. I'm very, very tempted to buy a Real Oviedo shirt now with uh, Santi's because I never actually ended up getting a Cazorla Arsenal shirt. I went through a period of not buying Arsenal shirts and that was during the period that he was at the club, really, other than when I got the Alexis and Ozil shirts when they signed. But, um, yeah, uh, I think Santi Cazorla is probably my favourite player of all time. I absolutely love that guy. Um, Marcus says, shock, Tom confirms predictions without saying watch the preview show. I mean, you've got to go watch the preview show to get the full thoughts, but I'm happy to give a couple of teasers. Uh, Francois says, Tom, Arsenal missed being champions with how many points? How many games do you think VAR caused us or cost us? Uh, or VAR was unfair to Arsenal during last season. Do you see where I'm coming from? Yeah, I do, but I don't think the VAR was the reason that we didn't win the league. I think maybe it played a factor in us not getting as many points as we could have done, but uh, I don't think it was the defining factor in why Arsenal didn't win the league last season. Um, Zuntar says, do you think that Declan Rice is a bit hesitant when driving with the ball? Um, maybe, but that might be because he's being told to play a certain way, to be honest. You know, he said he's learning loads and loads of things. He will have changed his style a little bit since arriving. He might not be as encouraged as he usually is to do those driving runs. Arteta White might want him to, you know, uh, distribute the ball a bit more than he was doing at West Ham United more than he is right now. Um, Granddaddy Guna Paul says, uh, I know that you've shut this question down on a few occasions, but with Bayern Munich spending big on Kane, do you think that we should test the water on Gnabry? I have no issues of us testing the water, Paul. I just don't see that being a feasible move for us, to be honest. Um, so yeah, it's difficult to see us, but absolutely, I'd be fine with us testing the waters in the inquiry. I just don't see that one happening. Uh, Lynn says, Tom, how come that Barcelona are still able to sign players when only last week Gundogan uh, might have left because of not being able to register players? I don't know. <laughs> it's a really boring answer, Lynn. But the honest one is, I don't know. I don't know what's going on with Barca. I don't know how they keep being talked about in regards to FFP and now suddenly able to sign Joao Cancelo potentially with the wages that he's going to be on. I don't know is the answer. I really, really don't know. Um, uh, Kirill says, Tom, would it be an option to keep Tierney and not buy a new defender giving his very first salt? Not for me because we need someone on the right-hand side uh, and the right-hand side is the area of depth that Timber was going to be giving us cover for. Yes, he played left-back and was playing really well at left-back, but he also gave us the ability to have depth on the right-hand side. We've got depth at left-back. Even if Tini was to leave, we've got Zinchenko, Tomiyasu and Kivior there. You know, we could go to a back three if we really wanted to. Um, so if Tini gets, if we get a good offer for Tini, I'm still open to moving him on because he's simply not going to get the minutes here and it might open up an opportunity for us to reinvest that money this season or next season uh, or in January. So... No, I don't think it changes my view too much at all because it's the right-hand side that I think we need depth for. Yugang um, says, Tom, any chance that we would sign a right-wing or a striker? There's a chance, mate, but sadly, I can't tell you that it's going to happen categorically, but there is absolutely a chance that that can happen. Things are, are happening quietly behind the scenes. Arsenal not wanting to reveal too much about their end of summer thoughts um and that's why you've seen not too much reported in regarding targets in the last week or so because the club as i reported um at the beginning of the window 
are really trying to keep things as quiet as they feasibly can. Very difficult to do, of course, but uh, they're trying to keep things as quiet as feasibly possible. Uh, Carl says, Tom, did you know that we have never won on a Monday night with Arteta? Does that make you nervous? Is that true? Monday night game. How many Monday night games have we played? I know that we lost away at Palace, I think, what, on a Monday night. Arsenal fixtures. Uh, let's see if I can find. Is that really true? That's kind of crazy if it is. Um, I've really got time to do this. We've got a short show this morning, but uh, that's an amazing stat, if true. I don't know how many games that we've actually played on a Monday night, though, so it's difficult to know because uh, usually we were in the Europa League. Um, so that meant that Monday night games never really happened for Arsenal. Um, but uh, yeah, let's have a look if we can find out. Fixtures by competition. I'm really hoping that Transfermarkt show me the days rather than just the dates. Otherwise, I'm I'm just not going to be able to do this, am I? Fixtures by competition. 22, 23. Let's have a quick look at the dates. Please say they give me the, the days because that would be great if they do. They do. Thursdays, no. Uh, let's try and find a Monday. Uh, let me share my screen so you're not just staring at me looking at things. That would probably be the best thing to do. Um, share the screen. Schedule 22, 23. Here we go. Uh, Monday, Monday, Monday. If we type in MON, that will come up. Uh, Monday, West Ham. We won 3-1 against West Ham on a Monday. Uh, Monday, 26th of December. So that can't be true. We beat West Ham. Um, so yeah, that's already proven wrong. Any other Mondays? FA Cup Monday. We beat Oxford 3-0 on Monday, January 9th. So it's not true. <laughs> that was quick. We debunked that myth pretty fast, didn't we? Um, let's go to 21-22 uh, and see anything else. Let's see if there's any others. Because I'm sure that... <laughs> I'm sure that that was a load of rubbish. Uh, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Uh, control S, Monday. Uh, Monday, 2-2 Palace. 2-1 defeat to Everton. 3-0 defeat to Crystal Palace. 2-0 defeat to Newcastle. So I suppose the season before last, or is it away games? Uh, away games on Mondays. Uh, but we beat Oxford away from home on a Monday. Are you now going to change it to away league games? We're getting very specific, aren't we? I feel like we should probably just end it there. <laughs> the myth has been debunked. Arsenal have indeed won a league game uh, on a Monday night. They may not have won an away league game on a Monday, but we have won on Monday night. So, uh, sorry, Carl. <laughs> but uh, that one was proven wrong uh, pretty, uh, pretty quickly. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, mate. Um, thank you, everyone, that's tuned into today's show. It's been an absolute pleasure to join you, as it always is. Um, thank you, everyone, for tuning in. I guess it's true what Peter Crouch says. You just can't trust a Carl. You just can't. Um, <laughs> but thank you, everyone, for tuning in. It really means the absolute world. I'll be back tomorrow morning um, for another 8am show. Potentially tonight, we might be doing a show on another channel, either Lounge or Sophie's or someone's. Um, but uh, yeah, have a fantastic evening day week uh, all of that lovely stuff and uh, i will see you on the next one stay safe stay well and as always up the arsenal it's the 90 plus minute all your mates around, and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go, and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dip in, and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your McDelivery. You in? 
at participating restaurants 18 plus serving times delivery fee and terms apply see mcdonalds.com this podcast is proud to be part of the talk sport fan network talk sport powered by fans